Hey guys, welcome back to KB and the Boys, episode 3 of season 3. Got everybody here with me. Gentlemen, how we doing? KB, hey, hey. Um, So, after last week, both teams, both te- round of applause for both teams, hitting the parlay. That's huge. You know, I know that, I know that uh, Schmidt and Nick thought they were going to get one by on us, and, you know, didn't turn out that way. Nope. Um, so, after last weekend, locks go as... Uh, Carter, Colby, and myself at eight and four, and Schmidt and Nick at four, seven, and one. Schmidt, good work last week. Um, they uh, Schmidt, you did okay actually. You know, you went o two and one on yours. Yeah, could have been worse. Could have went on three. Right, not bad, Schmidt. We gotta celebrate the small victories. All right, so uh, Schmidt. Uh, Nick, I'll let you read off your three locks that you had for tonight. I'll be going with Andrew Wiggins over 18.5 points, Andrew Wiggins over 5.5 rebounds, and Clay Thompson under five, 4.5 rebounds. All right, again, so uh, Schmidt, you want to give me your three locks? Yeah, uh, first, thanks for having me back on the show, KB. Yeah, no problem, buddy. We, um, love, ha- we love having you. So my uh, first pick... All these picks are uh, tonight, the later games. So I got uh, starting off with the Dodgers um, versus the Cardinals. Um, I guess it's the Cardinals at the Dodgers over eight runs. Um, And then we got the Grizzlies at the Lakers. I'm taking Lakers minus three. And then also the Lakers-Grizzly game, uh, we're taking over 217 and a half points total game score. Okay, Lakers, Grizz, over. Over what? Sorry, over what was that again? 217 and a half. All right, so their six locks are all tonight. Andrew Wiggins over 18 and a half points versus the Kings. Wiggins over five and a half boards. Clay Thompson over or under four and a half boards. Dodgers, Cardinals over eight runs. Lakers minus three. And Lakers, Grizzlies over 217 and a half. Correct? Does that sound right? That's correct. Okay. All right. Uh, Carter, lead us off. Yep. As I look to continue the perfect record, uh, I've got Lakers two and a half along with Schmidt. And then I have Clay Thompson, game six, Clay over what was it, 22 and a half? 22 and a half. Yep. I think he's at like 12 in the middle of the second quarter right now, so he's on his way. Good. Good. Holmberg? I've got. Minnesota Twins against the Royals tomorrow, minus one and a half. For the Royals? Operation Fade the Royals. Oh, so you're not going Royals minus one and a half because that would have been plus 550? No, okay. not going to do that. All right. Then on Saturday, uh, Suns Nuggets over 226. All right. Um, I will have one tonight uh, in the Lakers game as well. Going LeBron James. Over 23.5 points and 8-plus rebounds at minus 120. And then I believe it's set tomorrow, but it could be Sunday. Brentford Moneyline versus Nottingham Forest, minus 150. Um, Schmidt, you want to read out your guys' uh, parlay? Yeah, we're split. So I got three lines and Nick's got three lines. Is that how it is, Nick, or are we taking mine? Taking six picks for the parlay? Good. Oh, that might not hit. 
That, might, just, yeah, that, that could hit. That, right, we're just going to take mine and take the odds on mine. I think it would be cool if you did six, though, plus like 4,000. So, um, we got the Home Heroes Parlay. So all home teams cracking tonight versus the Avalanche money line. Um, it's the opportunity for the Kraken to win their first uh, playoff series, and they got a home game to do it. So is that Game Seven or is it Game Six? Uh, I think it's Game Six. So um, that'd be pretty big for the for the Kraken. That'd be kind of cool. And then you got uh, the Wild money line tonight versus the Stars. They just lost to the Stars. Um, they just lost to the Stars uh, last two nights ago, so um, I think the Wild are gonna are gonna bounce back at home. And then I really like the Lakers to finish the series tonight against the Grizzlies at home in LA. Lakers money line on that one. Yeah, all money line. All right, all money line. The odds on that are plus five sixty three. All right. All right, so they got Kraken money line tonight against the Avalanche. Wild money line versus the Stars and Lakers money line as their uh, team parlay. Um, Carter, go ahead with your pick for our uh, parlay. I'm taking the Tampa Bay Rays money line tomorrow. Tampa Bay Rays money line tomorrow. Holmberg? No runs first inning between the Royals and Twins. Nerfy. All right, and I'm taking the Knicks on Sunday at minus one and a half against the Heat, putting us at plus four ten. Um, those are cute odds. What? Yeah, I know. Sneaking over, <laughs> sneaking over the line. <laughs> Fuck off, Schmidt. Quite conservative, I see. Well, I'm sorry, Schmidt, that you guys were going to come in here with fucking a six legger to try to hit another one. I mean, wait, Schmidt. We're we're just playing by the rules that the board set. Now, I'm not the board. The board set it. The board set these rules. You take it up with the board. I, I, I'm fine. All right, thank you. All right, so we got all our locks. I mean, I guess we can talk about the draft a little bit. You guys like you guys like what your team did in the draft? I like you uh, ill, ill prepared for the Vikings to take. Um, a receiver. A receiver. Yeah. Hey, he was Caleb Williams' guy. He had a pretty good season. Thought they'd go corner. To be honest, thought the Vikings would go corner. Especially with the, defense. especially with the one corner that was there, Banks and Porter Jr. Are both there. I thought they'd go with them. Holmberg, Schmidt, you guys like what the Chiefs did? Yeah, that was fine. Got a receiver tonight. Not yeah, even. They, not even. They looking. reached a little on that one, I think, but. Not even gonna talk about this time will tell. Cowboys did. Cowboys with rough took couple. I mean, I didn't even know who that tight end was. Didn't know he played at Michigan. Rough draft. Uh, Holmberg, do you think? Do you think the the Nuggets can beat the Suns, Holmberg, in the series? No. Really? No. Why? Just because the starting lineup of the Suns? Yeah. Name a bench player on the Suns. Doesn't matter. Well, they can't play 48 minutes for seven games. They did it in the first round. They played like 42 and 41 minutes, Booker and Booker and KD. Both played over 40 minutes, which is not a healthy way to win uh, the but, but you can win two series doing that. But who didn't play for the other team? 
I mean, the Nuggets are the Nuggets are probably. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if the Suns wins because they do have KD and Booker. But who's gonna guard those guys? That's a good question. Okay, that's probably that's probably the question I don't have an answer for is who is gonna guard them. You know, Jokic did say, "How do you guard the Suns?" and he said, "Pray." You know, exactly. But the Suns also, I don't think, are very good defensively either. And Jok- oh, no, their, their whole strategy is. That's why I love your I love your over. 60, I love your over pick. Because it's going to be a high scoring series. I mean, so over two twenty six, you need both teams to score around one thirteen, one fourteen. That's probably going to happen. They're probably both going to score in the one twenties. Yeah. Yeah. Schmidt, no Royals, no Royals this week on the picks. Can't bet on the Royals anymore. Other twenty one. You can take them at like plus four and a half every game. They're not back, Schmidt. They're not back. I thought the Royals were back a couple nights ago when we were playing. When we were when we were on the box, I thought the Royals were back. I say they're back every week, and they're still not back. So <laughs> I don't think they're going to be back. Carter, can I get an update on the Kings Warriors game? Uh, the, the Warriors are down ten. Would you check the? You know what? What can I? Uh, what's the live odds looking like? Live odds. That's you know, right on the. <laughs> would not mind. Yeah, and the game's on my other monitor. The Warriors, if the Warriors were plus, I mean, that's uh, they're probably Warriors not plus. Warriors are minus 110 right now. Jeez. How many does Clay have? Um, over over half, I believe. Was uh, was anyone else here shocked that Will Levis did not go in the first round? A little bit, but I hear he had some character issues, so. I was, because the Colts were supposed to pick him at four. Yeah. That's what I read. The last two weeks, the last two weeks, all everyone said was that if Stroud wasn't at four, the Colts were going to take Levis. Clay has 16. Oh, yeah, that's are we Are we all a little surprised that everybody thinks that Anthony Richards is going to be amazing? I'm on that board. I'm not surprised. Did I'm he, on the board. Did he not have, like, one of the best combines of all time? He did. Here's what, I, here's what I think about him. Did he play good at Florida? Did he have a good team? Well, 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 here we go. Yeah, he, played, he had a terrible yeah. team. He had a terrible team at Florida. They had a bad team last year. And I think I think it gets a, it got a little overlooked that he is, like, this, like, raw, raw prospect. No, the one thing he has to fix is the accuracy. His pocket mobility and his, like, pocket presence – He's actually really good because he had a tr- terrible O-line last year, so he had to have good pocket presence. And he has the best arm that – I mean, he has one of the best arms already in the NFL. Accuracy is going to be the question, but this is what they said with Josh Allen too. Josh Allen wasn't accurate coming out. Josh yeah. Allen is still pretty inaccurate. He can be, but now – but look at – I mean, dude, if Richardson can get to be you know above average accuracy-wise, I don't see why he shouldn't be good. The only thing you worry about is him taking punishment because he does love to run the ball. I think he's going to be good, but I mean, I think the other two quarterbacks are going to be really good, too. Um, like Tua. I think the only thing I worry about with Stroud is, you know, have, having to make the difficult throws. That will be challenging because at Ohio State, you don't have to make a ton of difficult throws when you have all those wide receivers. But Bryce Young, I think he's going to be fine. I mean, the size is obviously a concern, but I think he's going to be fine in the NFL. I think Anthony Richardson's a little, a little overrated. They drafted him for his future, not his now, though. To be fair, yeah. I mean, we'll see if he starts day one. 
do you think taking um, Richardson over Levis was uh, a good move? Yeah, yeah. I, I would have taken Richardson over Stroud. But that's obviously, I mean, not my decision, but I would have taken Richardson over Stroud. I think he's, Richardson's he's upside. Played, he's only played 13 games. That does worry you, for sure. He's very comparable to Trey Lance. Yeah. Very raw, hasn't played a lot. As long as the, if, but the only good thing for him, he's walking into a team that if their O line stays healthy and Jonathan Taylor stays healthy, he's gonna he's gonna walk into a good team that they can run the ball a shit ton still. Who's and they, their quarterback this year? Well, they had Matt Ryan, but now it's Gardner Minshew and him. Him and Gardner Minshew are their it, quarterbacks. He might be Gardner. What? You think uh, Richardson is gonna start Week One? It's tough. It just depends how quickly he picks up the playbook and because I mean here's here's also why I like the fit the head coach of the Colts now turned Jalen Hurts around in Philly and Jalen Hurts was also not like known to be a very good passer coming out of college and look at him now after he was with that offense coordinator so I do think he went to the perfect fit for him because they're going to run a lot of like Eagles type offense and I think that'll help him a lot Um, but he's gonna have to learn quickly I mean if he's not ready I hope they don't just throw him in because Gardner Minshew can play I mean, he's not terrible, but you don't draft. I mean, I know you you want your quarterback to be ready, but you probably don't take a quarterback at four if you don't plan on starting him day one. So he's yeah. probably going to be their starter, I would guess. So it'll be interesting. You also don't see a lot of guys go top five that their team in college was not good. Oh, for sure, yeah. I would agree. I mean, that was the big thing when, when the Chiefs took Mahomes at 10. Everyone was like, dude, he went under 500 in college. You know? Obviously, he's not going to turn out like Mahomes, but I'm just saying, like, that's the comparable thing. His college, he did suck. He didn't suck. His team was terrible in college. And he had accuracy problems, no doubt. His accuracy was very poor in college. But his O-line also was terrible. He was under pressure constantly. So, I think I would have taken him over Levis. I'm not, I wasn't high on Levis either. Like, I just didn't think Levis was like, I don't think Levis is like a franchise-type quarterback. I think Young... Stroud and Richardson all can be franchise quarterbacks. I don't think Levis can be. The likelihood of all four of those guys being good is very low. The likelihood of fucking two or three of them being good, yeah, is very slim. You know, usually you get one that is probably, you know, except last year's draft. I mean, I guess Pickett turned out to be pretty good. But usually you get one guy that's very, very good, and he's going to be a franchise quarterback 15 years. You get one guy that's a middle of the road, you know, 14 to 18th best quarterback, and the other two usually are, you know, backups after four or five years. So, yeah, they uh, definitely all of them won't hit, but I think Stroud just having to make his own decisions at the line will be interesting because, like, at, like I said, at Ohio State, you don't have to make adjustments. You just throw the ball to those weapons that they have. And, but... And he doesn't. I mean, who's the best receiver on the Texans? I mean, uh, they got what's his name? Uh, Brandon Cooks. Robert Woods. Well, we have Brandon Cook. Cowboys have Brandon Cooks now. They have Robert Woods as their best receiver. And John Mechie, who a cool story. He's returning, you know, from from cancer. So I mean, he could be good. I mean, they took him in the second round, so they obviously don't think that he's. They obviously think that he's going to be something if you take a receiver in round two. But that's going from. Egbuka, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson over the past two years, the big difference. And the offensive line at Ohio State, very good every year. Houston Texans, they uh, have been the bottom of the 
NFL for the past few years. Did you like them trading up to get Anderson? Yeah. Do you think they gave up too much, or do you think it's gonna? You think it'll be worth it? I don't, what did they give up? So they obviously swapped three and twelve. They gave up. They had two first round picks next year. They had their pick and the Browns, but they gave up theirs. They did not give up the Browns pick. They gave up their own, and then a second and a third. I would have tried to give up the Browns pick because I think the Browns could be decent this year. I still think the Texans are going to be bad this year. Like, I mean, there's still a lot of needs they have to fill before they're like, competing. Yeah. And the AFC, I mean, they have to probably win their division because they're probably not going to get a wild card spot in the AFC with how good the AFC is going to be. I mean, the Chiefs division, Raiders are probably... Their division is wide open. The Texans? Yeah. I would disagree. Jaguars are pretty good. I think the Jaguars probably run away with that division by about four games. Maybe. Titans, Titans I don't think are going to be great. Who else is in that division? I can't even think of the other team. Colts. Colts, Colts could be okay. If Richardson's good, they actually have a good roster. They could be okay. But then, I mean, no, you got to compete. They're particularly scary, though. you got, like, if you don't win your division, though, then you got to compete with... Now the Jets and the Bills and the Dolphins in one division, the Chiefs' entire division, the Bengals, Ravens, Browns, and I mean even the Steelers. No, you probably have to win your division in that division to get in the playoffs because the wild card spots are going to be filled for sure. There's going to be, there's probably going to be, there could be a nine, ten win team next year that doesn't make the playoffs in the AFC. So I think the Browns are going to be a lot better than they were last year. I think that Watson will play better this year. Um. And the Steelers, they still won. Did they still win nine games last year? Did they? Or did his streak break? They went uh, five hundred. Five hundred. They went eight, eight, and one. Okay, so there you go. So they were still solid. Obviously, the Ravens. The Ravens are, you know, they're going to be good. The Bengals, obviously, they have you know one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, and they got it. They finally got him a left tackle. Jets will be better with Rodgers. I can see the Browns being He's bad. The guy. I think the Jets win that division over the Bills. Yeah, I think their defense their defense is way better in my opinion than the Bills defense. I don't think the Bills defense is very good. And Gabriel Davis might be one of the more overrated number two receivers in the NFL. And who's do they get a running back at all, or are they still rolling with like whoever they had last year? Like I don't even know who their running backs are. No, I think they signed somebody. But yeah, I don't even know who their running backs would be. All right, well, the Steelers went nine and eight last year. Nine and eight, yeah. They made, did they make the playoffs? No, yeah, they they did. they did. Did they? No, they didn't. The, it was the tiebreaker. Playoffs. The Dolphins. And no, the Ravens. The Ravens made the playoffs. No. Steelers yeah, missed. So who was who was the wild cards? Dolphins, Chargers. Dolphins, Ravens, Chargers. No, Ravens didn't make it, did they? They did. Look they this almost up. almost beat Cincinnati. No, that I, that was in the last game of the year. I think that the I think that it was back to back. I think it was the Chargers. Uh, playoffs. Just playoffs. It was the playoffs. No. The wild card for the AFC. Chargers. Chargers, Jags, 
Dolphins, Bills, Ravens, Bengals. Ravens, Bengals. Okay. So so it was the Dolphins, the Chargers, and the Ravens that were in, not the Steelers. The Steelers missed on that tiebreaker. Yeah. Because there's like a lot of 9 and 8 teams. Yeah, that's right. All right. Well, I think we can call it good there. Um, we'll be back. Uh, we'll be back next Friday. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Peace.